Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin. Okay, well, welcome back, everybody, to Bitcoin Roundtable, episode 34. We are very pleased to welcome Isaac and Frank from Be Hired to our podcast this week. Gentlemen, welcome to Bitcoin Roundtable. Uh, thank you. Appreciate being here. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. We have done a little bit of research on Be Hired, but, you know, we'd like to hear it from you. Can you please explain where you came up with the idea and how Be Hired is going to help people? Sure. I'll take this one. So this idea was born about two years ago after one day I wake up and after 17 years in the recruiting industry, which I love so dearly and put food on my table, I woke up one day and said, wow, this really sucks. There's got to be a better way of doing it. The recruiting industry has become corrupt. It has become tamed. There's no transparency, no clarity. And, you know, the days of being a real recruiter and helping people get jobs was replaced with you being a Sherlock Holmes, trying to investigate people, you know, for their authenticity. And the recruiters doing the same, making sure that the candidate, that the recruiters are authentic and the jobs are real. So, you know, we woke up one day and said, look, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a way to restore order into the HR recruiting supply chain. Specifically, there's got to be a level playing field when it comes to rewarding good behavior and punishing bad behavior. So the recruiters and the candidates are all on the same page. The employers are on the same page. So everybody's got equal skin in the game and put their money where their mouth is. And we thought that the blockchain with a combination of strong AI functionalities offered the best possibilities for us to disrupt, improve, and make the process a lot more efficient. Okay, interesting. So you've been in the recruiting business for many years. And and from what I'm getting from you, what you're saying is uh, it wasn't always as bad as it was today. What has changed, you know, in this realm that has changed it so much for the worse? Do you have any idea why this is happening or not just an idea to fix it? What has caused this problem, I guess, is what I'm asking. Yeah, to a certain degree, and Isaac, jump in if you want, but to, to a certain degree, I think the, the industry got beaten by its own technology. So, you know, with the advancements of a lot of the online job boards, you know, particularly even ones with AI functions that supposedly help people weed through the thousands of resumes that come in. To quote Isaac, pardon my French, all you're doing is you're taking a big pile of crap and making it small. I think to a degree we got beat out by, by technology, and now what we were sitting around trying to figure out how can we improve the industry, it was just good timing because an incredible new technology and distributed ledger blockchain technology came along and we think it's going to be incredibly instrumental to moving this entire industry to a new level. So I think to a degree it was technology created an easier way for people to take advantage of each other in the recruiting space and we have a new technology that's going to help bring honesty, transparency, and accountability back to the higher level. So is your platform more giving power back to the person being hired or back to the company recruiting or to both? The biggest problem we have is the the software that's out there or the SaaS platforms like LinkedIn, CareerBuilder, Monster, they're designed in a way that only the, the owners of the platform benefit the most. They charge a subscription fee, 
the staffing agencies or employers paid for that fee. The candidates are given the opportunity to upload their profiles. They get nothing in return, and there's no incentive. So, uh, you know, I think that one of the things that we aim to do is give the power back to the candidates, but at the same time, making sure that the technology, the immutable records, the rating mechanism reduces the amount of chicanery that takes place in a lot of these platforms. So as Frank said, you know, I think specifically the IT space is a victim of its own success because there's such an abundance of open jobs and such a dearth and a shortage of real solid candidates that open up a, a Pandora's box for people to manipulate put up fake profiles, create um, personas that don't exist because there's no way for anybody to check each other on these platforms. Right. All right. So with the new proposal, I guess uh, to start with, how do you go about, I guess, validating someone's resume that they decide to post on the blockchain? How is the work process entailed in that side of it? Frank, go ahead. It's all yours. Yeah, so look, the first thing, you, when you come on to our platform, you're going to go through verification processes of initially your identity, that'll be biometric verification, and when you first enter the, the platform, you're going to get a rating of one star, and as you move through the process, and voluntarily, look, it's all up to the candidate, as you voluntarily make a more robust persona on the platform, locked in the blockchain, you can increase your rating as long as it's verified. So you can go through testing on skills. You can look at different types of whether it's testing for how well you fit in with uh, from a personality standpoint with the company. You can keep increasing your, your skills level. You can have a prior manager verify your employment. Your education will be verified. And as you go through and build up a more robust resume, you increase your ranking. Now, that does a couple of things. One, it increases your ranking on the platform. Two, it allows when a candidate is putting himself out for a job and a particular employer or recruiter pings on that candidate's resume, they're going to pay more to see a higher ranked resume. So as you go through the process, you can get more for being a more robust participant on the platform. But the key is everything is going to be verified. And that creates the trust on the other side. The employers need to know, the, the recruiters need to know that they are actually getting a high quality candidate and not the fake resume that Isaac was talking about earlier. Right. I get it. Okay. So basically with the the Bihar platform, you're eliminating candidates who, who want to embellish their resume because you do go through and verify them. So if I am an employer or if I wanted to, I could search candidates with three stars and higher, four stars and higher. Is it sort of something like that? And then I know I'm really getting the quality product. Yeah. It, it's basically a trust index is, yes. is what I That's see. That's correct. But listen, more importantly, you know, the problem is in the recruiting industry because the pressure is so high to find the right people the attention span of a professional recruiter which i hate to say i am is about uh, seven to ten seconds one glimpse of the first page and unfortunately i develop and most of my colleagues as well they have a trained eye a very subjective view of that particular candidate we talk about uh, unconscious bias. We talk about, you know, people that may have been in the industry for a long time. And, you know, you can discard that resume saying, look, my client is only looking for really efficient, young whippersnappers and uh, you've been in the industry way too long. So 
that there's a lot of subjectivity involved when you're recruiting. What we want to do is create a robust digital profile that digs deeper than the surface of what the resume provides today because in essence a resume is nothing more than a one-dimensional piece of paper you might as well use it for wallpaper because it doesn't tell you who the person is what their true skills are what their cognitive capabilities are and if we're able to move one step beyond and show employers who the real candidates are then we can move closer to reducing the amount of time it takes to close an open position and subsequently reduce the monstrosity of costs involved by using agencies who you know have to live their usefulness and subsequently all the platforms career builder monster linkedin who again have a centralized business model and have failed and have simply outlived you know their usefulness look in computers we used to have the mainframes which now are a relic in the financial service industry because they do offer robust security but you know we're moving into a NoSQL database and you know more complex client server environments and so should the recruiting industry and the tools available and we think we have a solution well sounds interesting interesting so how do you monetize it i'm assuming there's some form of tokens given to me if i'm passing through into a higher level of trust but how does it actually all work i guess I suppose the employer would purchase the ability to, to look at resumes, as you say, and does the, the tokens come back into the applicants as well, or how does it all work? Right, that's all you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when, when a employer or a recruiter decides that they want to look out look for positions, they are going to buy a subscription on the Beehive platform that will buy a certain number of tokens. Yeah. As they then look for candidates, as you said, you can search by the rating mechanism and decide what level of candidate you want to search for. And at that point in time, it's going to cost you as a recruiter a certain number of tokens to view a resume. Now, that's important for a number of reasons. One, it allows a, a candidate to be compensated for the work that they've done to build up their profile and have some game theory in there to make the job search process just a little more interesting and fun. Importantly, while we want to weed out candidates who are putting fake profiles and fake resumes up, we also only want to have serious job hunters. And so there's a financial incentive there. If you're going to just you know spam candidates to try and gather resumes that's now going to cost money which is an incentive not to spam so what we're trying to do on both sides of the coin the token if you will is eliminate any type of nonsense to again bring trust and transparency back to the equation so that's that's where the token becomes uh, not only a triggering mechanism on the platform to conduct business but it also then is a mechanism to create trust and accountability. Very cool. I would imagine you have approached a number of employers with the Be Hired platform, and I'm curious as to what kind of feedback you've gotten back from them. So we're, we're just about to release um, our second version, and uh, we are going to start approaching. I mean, we have quite a few clients that are testing the, the alpha, but you know, the feedback we receive is more in the functionality and uh, user-friendliness as opposed to, you know, does this feature need to be added or does this feature need to be removed? And, you know, how it should appear, you know, how the admin dashboard should look, so on and so forth. But, you know, we're not uh, fully live and have, of course, a limited amount of folks that are testing it. Right. 
yeah, I see your roadmap. I think your eventual rollout is scheduled in 2020 sometime. Yeah, I think that you know we'll be able to really make an impact in the first quarter of 2019. We have a very smart, sharp team that is both blockchain savvy, client server savvy, know how to write great programs using incorporating AI, machine learning. So I think you know from a technology perspective, we're solid. Uh, but of course, you know, everything takes time. There yeah. are certain applications out in the marketplace that take forever with multiple patches and multiple upgrades. So software is always a project that's always under construction. We, do, we didn't want to rush it. At the same time, we wanted to make sure that as we move through the ICO process, that we had a working platform. We, we weren't an ICO looking for an idea. We were an idea that found a solution in a blockchain a ledger technology, and the ICO was a great way to, to implement that. And I think ethical is a strong word, but from an ethical standpoint, we wanted to make sure that as we move through this process, that the technology was keeping up with the ICO. Right. Okay. The initial rollout, is it specific to any one country or language? And can you comment a bit about the future aspirations in that regard? Well, global domination, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we are, as Isaac said earlier, the history of a couple of members of this team is in the technology space, so it wasn't really focusing on uh, the initial rollout in a particular part of the world as much as it was in certain sectors of the economy. The technology is a lot of the members on the team know the best, so that would be the first entree, and then we've got you know, the five or six next uh, verticals, if you will, of the economy that we would quickly move into. From a marketing perspective, or just in terms of getting the word out, with the knowledge that the industry, as you've mentioned earlier, I would say three to four companies maybe that dominate the job search market. How do you plan to really crack into that side of it and you know get get the word out i guess if i'm looking for a job and i have significant it full stack experience or whatever you know and i could put my resume on the blockchain work towards getting a greater validation and trust component to it and it wouldn't cost me or perhaps i may even wind up you know gaining a couple dollars out of it i'm sure you would have everyone signing up. I've been I've been involved in marketing myself. How do you really crack it? You know, what's the plan for that? Well, short of me standing in Times Square with a sign, <laughs> uh, with a be hired sign. No, but all kidding aside. So you know, blockchain itself is a very novel technology, and you know yeah. that carries a lot of, I guess, new marketing heft. But at the end of the day, when you know, you put aside the back-end technology. It's traditional marketing, right? There's only one way, a certain way to reach people. You know, we think that the new techies are going to have to be reached in a whole different way than the traditional marketing. I mean, today I drive in the car and I hear, you know, ZipRecruiter has helped me find people on the radio AM. I'm not sure if that's the best way to reach millennials or, or thereabouts. But, you know, we're planning to heavily engage digital, social, and of course, traditional, organic methods to reach our our target audience. Besides, we plan to act as a traditional software as a service company, which requires, you know, feet on the ground and knocking on doors and, you know, appealing to people's senses. 
demonstrating why this is a better system, why it's a more cost-effective system, and if you don't buy it, you know, beware. Both sides attract the other, right? If we build up a robust uh, group of employers looking for, very legitimate employers looking for candidates, that's going to attract candidates to the platform. If we have a lot of legitimate candidates, very qualified candidates, which is going to become even more important as time goes on because there is certainly in IT and a lot of other industries, there is a tremendous gap forming in the credentials that people are bringing to the table. We are falling behind, not just as a country, but globally, yeah. in our ability to meet the demands that employers are requiring for, for jobs, for qualifications. Part of this platform will have some educational components to it to help people improve their skills. So if we can help bring more qualified candidates to the table, that on the other side will attract more employers. And you asked a very good question earlier. What has been the feedback from the employer community about this platform? As Isaac said, it, you know, initially had positive feedback, but where we have a tremendous amount of feedback positively is from the candidate side, because anyone who has tried to use one of the job board platforms has universally the same frustrations about those platforms. Mm-hmm. And when we talk to them about what we're trying to do on ours to eliminate those issues, it resonates very, very well. So I think we're going to be able to efficiently onboard uh, the candidate side, which will then attract the employment side and vice versa. And hopefully, you know, you want that snowball effect. You know, as I said, we've got to get boots on the ground to do that. We will. But we're going to create that snowball effect and watch those two sides get very robust together. But at the end of the day, look, you know, like with any service, you got to identify the pain points. If you can identify and articulate the pain points, which we know very well, like I said, two years ago, I woke up hating this industry, like, you know, with a passion. And I want to do something really special, uh, leave my mark, or at least, you know, die trying. Because I think if you address the pain points, and there are so many in this industry, that you can pick apart that, you know, no one can ever fully address all of them. But, you know, I think we have a pretty good agenda of how to address most of them and the ones that are most salient and the ones that shine at night the brightest. Yeah, I like the plan. The more I hear about it, the more ambitious it sounds. At least alerting potential applicants of the weak points, what they should be working on or, you know, uh, taking classes for. I could see how that that whole aspect can get large and impressive, right? So Yeah, for sure. You create efficiencies, you remove middlemen, you create efficiencies, right. and you maximize that peer-to-peer component. You put the control of data back into those who actually own it, Yeah. and you allow them to be compensated for it. It just makes sense. Yeah, and then if you got an employer that they find exactly what they're looking for right away, why would they go elsewhere? Yeah, I mean, it seems like a self-perpetuating machine once you can get it rolling. Yeah, and I think like they said, you know, you, you get the candidates on, the employers will follow. I really like that idea because as soon as people love it, the employers are going to change the way they do things. I like it a lot. Yeah, Robert Redstone said, right, in uh, Fields of Dream, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, do you have anything else you'd like to tell our listeners out there regarding your platform? Yeah, we'd love to tell you that we're putting all the incumbents on special alert. Uh, all the platforms, the agencies, you have to watch your back. You know, they've been very comfortable for many years and somebody's going to crack the code. I think we're not the only guys who understand this, guys and girls that understand this. I think there are others there. We, we love to see some competition. We already do. 
not not uh, any major of any significance but i think if more of us uh, understand and address the issue the quicker we can make life easier for candidates and employers and uh, that's really all i got to say man Fantastic. You know, I, I just add that as as this platform evolves and and i think you guys could look out and see where this might go. The HR space, the recruiting space, employment touches just about every aspect of life. And yeah, I mean, your, your job's a big component of your day. And there's a lot of other blockchain companies out there that are doing some really neat things, some high-tech things. And what I'd ask them to do is to take a step back. There's going to be a ton of opportunity to be service providers on our platforms. Every day I see new technology coming out and I say, oh my gosh, we're going to implement that on Beehive. And so don't look at us as just another another ICO out there, another blockchain technology. Look at us as a potential partner as well. Uh, just for our listeners, uh, it's, it's worth getting in the podcast. Is a domain that they could go to to check it out? I know you mentioned it's in testing. Is there any domains available that, that they could take a look at it, try to sign up maybe, anything like that? Beehire.io. One stop. The only place you need to go. Employers or employees, okay. Isaac Frank, I'd like to thank you very much for your time this evening. And uh, we wish you and Be Hired a lot of success. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.